Truth Espresso, episode 126. Face it, we all would rather sleep in this morning. <sighs> That's why God gave us espresso to kickstart our zombified corpses into hyperdrive. And now, giving your mind and soul the morning shot of truth it craves. This is Truth Espresso with Daniel Minnick. Hello there, Truth Espresso fans. This is Daniel Minnick, your host for Truth Espresso, and this is another episode of Truth Espresso Express. And this episode, I am recording on Monday, September 20th. Um, this is slated to be released Wednesday, the 22nd. But this day is a special day because it's a. It is when the. Um, booster shots uh, for COVID vaccines are approved to, well, you know, approved politically to start being distributed. And I was reading some articles uh, the last two nights uh, talking about the effectiveness of vaccines and the boosters. And so I'm going to tie those two together and I will have the uh, links to the articles in the show notes. So remember, as I am driving to work, which is what I'm doing for Truth Espresso Express, I'm either driving to work or from work. In this case, uh, this is the morning and I'm driving to work. And so I'm not going to be able to be reading from an article. I will be citing the articles um, in the show notes but I'm not going to be reading from them because I can't read while I'm driving. So, <clears throat> one of the articles that I found, uh, what was, was reading last night, had to do with the idea that uh, new data, new studies were showing that the effectiveness of COVID-19 vaccines were waning um, the article then tried to claim that this made the case for booster shots. You know, um, it's hard for me to believe that the news, major news sources, um, are not, you know, in some ways funded by um, companies that have interests, you know, in uh, selling these booster shots to the government because, you know, everything's said to be free, but it's not free. Uh, we're paying indirectly through taxes and so on. But, um, you know, so this article I was reading um, I, uh, from Mercury News, it talked about how the effectiveness, like new data, new studies, um, we're showing that the effectiveness of the COVID vaccines were waning, and this made the case for booster shots. Well, you know, I'm not a virologist or an epidemiologist or an anything ologist, so I um, can't speak to that from a professional standpoint. But I would kind of think, you know, beg to differ in there, you know. Um, if something is proving not to be as effective as you thought, is is the answer really to keep pushing more of it? And, you know, you think for with each shot, the effectiveness could wane more quickly or, you know, and then there's the idea that, well, you know, if you're putting foreign things in your body, 
<laughs> you're incre with every shot you're going to be increasing chances that your body might have an adverse reaction and you might be reporting that to VAERS V-A-E-R-S but <clears throat> so yeah um, this isn't the only article it's not a standout article I was looking for other articles and there are plenty of mainstream news articles talking about the effectiveness of the vaccines waning and you know so a lot of them are talking about the fact that the Moderna vaccine is uh, more effective than the Pfizer one now then of course it starts to make you question well why was the Pfizer one uh, the one approved by the FDA and we'll talk about that a little bit but you know the but the Moderna one that is still under emergency authorization use, the Pfizer, I'm, I'm going to say that a lot of people are taking the version of it that's still emergency on emergency authorized use and not the version of it that is officially approved by the FDA. But, okay, of course, as I read the article, Dr. Anthony Fauci makes an appearance. He's always the expert on everything, even though what he says has to keep changing and, you know, but yes, he's not, he's not God. He doesn't know everything, but then still, why do we have to hang on every word that he says when, you know, he's constantly wrong, constantly having to change, but, you know, his changing viewpoints are, you know, so much better than anyone else's changing viewpoints, right? Um, so, Fauci said something to the fact that, you know, you don't want to have to keep playing catch-up, you want to be ahead of the curve or something like that, so he's giving the nod to um, the booster shots, you know, why am I not surprised, you know, does, is there anything about Fauci at this point that doesn't just tow the narrative and tow, um, like, anything that involves a top-down government solution because you know he's a bureaucrat and all that and it seems like anything you can conceive of that would just be you know is this more inconvenient does this require more money to be thrown at a solution is it just more is better it's always more this and more that from government mandates you know double masks and so on it's just always more is better <laughs> um, so Fauci um, encouraged booster shots <laughs> um, but remember that uh, today September 20th is the day that boosters start to go into circulation or they're starting to be uh, made available from different locations uh, despite being publicly approved by the FDA so uh, I was also looking at another article that talked about how the FDA approved booster shots. Well, not technically, you know, of course, earlier on, articles would say that the FDA um, disapproved booster shots. Um, I think it was a vote of 16 to 2, the panel. Now, remember, um, uh, a few weeks ago, or was it... Was it two weeks ago? I, for, I forget. My wife and I did an episode where part of the episode talked about 
two um, higher ups in the FDA and their uh, vaccine research division, whatever the, the it was called, um, they were kind of getting frustrated at the political pressure from the uh, Biden administration to approve boosters for the general public by September 20th. They figured the time frame was way too short. There was too much uh, political motivation. And so they retired from the FDA. But, you know, it's obvious that they didn't just figure, oh, we've been here long enough. It's time to retire. We've done our business. No, it was more of a political retirement. They did not want to bow to the pressure to rubber stamp something that they did not feel was adequately uh, tested. And I would applaud them for that. So, but now there are a lot of articles talking about how the FDA approved the boosters, but the FDA um, voted 16 to 2 not to approve booster shots, the third shots, or in the case of the Johnson and Johnson vaccine, the second shot <laughs> uh, for the general public, but they only approved it for uh, those who are very at risk of having severe uh, complications from COVID and, and, you know, those who are 65 and older who want, uh, who believe that it's, there's less risk in taking the booster than in catching COVID and having, you know, severe side effects and have, they have comorbidities and stuff like that. So yeah, that makes sense. And it should be a a personal choice, as I believe, but that's what the FDA approved. And of course, you know, articles that the headlines, if they're they're going to say that the FDA approves boosters and they want the general public to start getting them, even though they the FDA strongly disapproved of the idea of approving boosters, at least at this junction, and just merely approved of, you know, kind of for very, um, (laughs) very, um, edge cases of those who figured, you know, what do I have to lose? Let's take this. There's probably less risk in a third shot than getting COVID, you know, with, with comorbidities and stuff like that. So yeah, that makes more sense. So it was an overwhelming vote to 16 to 2 uh, tally that only those most at risk, 65 and older, are approved. <clears throat> so if you just read articles now that just say FDA approved booster shots, it's a lot more nuanced than that. Now, back to the original article, the waning effects of the vaccines. And I do remember months ago seeing articles that we're talking about how the vaccine effectiveness could start to wane, but there is also the idea that the vaccines were a panacea uh, of curing COVID, and so the pressure was on people. Just if we all just get vaccinated, we'll end this. Um, you know, remember all those commercials like showing the graduation in reverse, all these different events, uh, going back in reverse, kind of like the idea of the promise of returning to normal finally after being exhausted over all this pandemic and all the 
government-induced lockdowns and government-induced mask mandates and government-induced solutions to everything that then we can get a government-approved, uh, soon-to-be government-mandated um, vaccine and and you know showing everything going in reverse and saying like we've got one shot at at bringing things back to normal one shot and showing people uh smiling all these smiling faces um because they got they got the little shot and now you know hey that's all you gotta do is your little shot your little pinch of incense as it were and we can go back to normal but you know you don't see that much anymore because now it's not one shot you know we <laughs> it could say we've got our shots and shots and shots to get things back to normal ish or you know continued shots and so yeah so the first article I was reading talked about waning effectiveness and what is that all about? There were several studies and the, it seems that as the studies have been going on about the effectiveness of the mRNA vaccines that the, uh, uh, you know, they're very temporary, the effectiveness, and it's kind of like... Um, radioactive substances that the half-life of them wanes after several months and then the half-life of that you know so it kind of makes you think no I'm not I'm not saying that they're radioactive stuff okay I'm not a, a conspiracy theorist okay but <clears throat> so the effectiveness waning and apparently Moderna's effectiveness doesn't wane as much as the Pfizer one but remember, the Pfizer one was the one that was approved by the FDA. I mean, not, you know, if you read about the Pfizer one being approved by the FDA, there's a little bit of nuance to that. Now, I want to present that in the least conspiracy way I could possibly do that. Because I said, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I am very anti-state okay I'm very skeptical about anything that the government you know pushes on people to be or any kind of government solution to be a real solution you know I think even if it is we should always question it because if the government wants to push something you should always re question it okay but so the Pfizer vaccine was the one that was approved, and this is the Pfizer-BioNTech um, mRNA vaccine. Um, but what, if you look at what the FDA says that they approved, what they approved is officially called the Pfizer-Comirnaty vaccine. Now, <clears throat> I'm not saying that what the FDA approved is significantly different from what is being distributed it could technically be the same thing because i remember reading it said that the you know the fda said that um it could it's technically uh you know you could technically replace one product for the other but they're at least labeled as different products the BioNTech vaccine that was approved uh, um for emergency authorization use and the Comirnaty, which is the one that the FDA has officially approved. 
So, when it comes to Pfizer, um, if you're getting comernity, um, at least in some legal sense, if you're taking the FDA-approved one, then you might have a little more legal clout to sue if you have complications. Say, if you if you are someone who would have to put in some serious complication into the VARES system, um, you could uh, have more standing to sue if it's comernity. Now, if you if you took the Pfizer vaccine thinking that it's, uh, well, it's the one that's approved by the FDA, but you don't see comernity on the label of the vaccine, then what you're taking is the version of the product that's still being distributed under the emergency authorization and you know basically you're still the test subject and um, you know you're essentially agreeing that you can't sue over um, complications because you know it's the emergency authorization not the FDA approved one for um, distribution to the public in which you now have legal clout to sue. So, you know, that's one thing to keep in mind. I'm not saying that the two are uh, different vaccines. They're just different labeled products. You know, maybe there's a difference. Maybe there's not. That's irrelevant, essentially, because the the whole point is, you know, if you want the FDA approved thing, if you if you're getting this Pfizer vaccine because it was FDA approved, if you want the legal backing, you know, if the government's going to honor that, if you want any legal standing for potentially suing if you got complications from it, then you want the one that's labeled comernity because that's the one that the that's the officially labeled Pfizer uh, version of BioNTech that was approved by the FDA and not the emergency authorization one. So. But all that said, the Pfizer one, (laughs) so the latest study, um, there's been several studies, and um, so uh, I think it was the Moderna one that loses its effectiveness down to 76%, but the Pfizer one (laughs) loses its effectiveness down to as low as 42% effective. Um, yeah, that doesn't sound like the polio vaccine, the uh, chickenpox vaccine, uh, the the measles, the mumps, and uh, typhoid, and all that other stuff that's made using the traditional method of having a um, inactive or dead uh, version of the virus, and you know your body understands the entire virus and builds up. Uh, immune immunity, you know, like how many of us are taking jab after jab of <laughs> of uh, <laughs> a polio vaccine? You know, maybe we need a booster shot every several months uh, to protect us against polio. But you still read, you know, if you see the arguments on social media, still people when someone poses any question or challenge or posts any meme against, you know, making fun of the push for the um, COVID vaccines, they pull out, they trot out the polio thing. 
uh, and say, you know, oh, yeah, like, okay, there was a push for polio vaccines and we got rid of polio. Well, even articles now are pretty much saying we're not going to get rid of COVID. All we're doing is trying to jab, 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 um, and keep people alive and keep them from, oh, there's there's a there's a reduced possibility that you might require a hospitalization or, you know, you might die from the, the, you know, COVID if you take, uh, at least, you know, three jabs from this and we might, the article, um, does say that, you know, we might need more shots (laughs) and, you know, why am I not surprised, you know, with this MRNA technology, um, so, Pfizer down to 42%, but how many people are still getting it? And remember, you know, <laughs> uh, remember back at the uh, vice presidential debate when it was, oh, um, what's his name? <laughs> um, President, oh, Pence, Mike Pence um, and uh, Kamala Harris, and the question of course, you know, at this time, since Trump was president and you had the Operation Warp Speed trying to get these vaccines out, um, the Democrats were kind of laughing about it. And they, you know, or, or Kamala was asked about, you know, would you take um, a, a vaccine? And she basically said, I wouldn't trust a vaccine that came from Trump. Well, that's what that's still what's being distributed are vaccines that came from Trump's <laughs> presidency. Um, and so, yeah, and now Joe Biden, President Joe Biden, has said that he's losing patience with the unvaccinated. He said it's a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Um, not taking vaccines that came from Trump, you know? <laughs> um, yeah, so he's losing patience with people it's a pandemic of the unvaccinated. We see all these articles talking about how the hospitals are getting overwhelmed with um, people not uh, all the unvaccinated, you know, dying or being close to death and loading up the hospitals and taking beds away from the vaccinated who might have other issues. And, you know, gunsh- remember gunshot victims and those taking uh, overdosing on ivermectin, that fake news article from last week. Yeah, so that's all the the talk, but you know, I don't think that's really the truth because we're talk we also have these articles talking about the vaccines losing their effectiveness and there I I saw in this article saying about the anticipation of the trajectory being that you know what we're if we're seeing what we're seeing about the waning effectiveness continues we're going to see a lot more breakthrough hospitalizations and breakthrough deaths yes they said it deaths from people getting vaccinated but yet biden's losing his patience at the unvaccinated it's a pandemic of the unvaccinated but he didn't say anything about Pfizer and 42% effectiveness. No, that's not politically correct for a vaccine mandate. But, um, yeah, there was a, um, a doctor, an immunologist who said something to the effect that 
um, you know, at the end of the article, he's talking, he's trying to encourage, you know, boosters and, you know, we might need more shots in the future, but he also and talked about the trajectory of the effectiveness waning and more breakthrough cases, breakthrough hospitalizations and breakthrough uh, deaths, yes. Um, and then said, well, you know, as we get more shots, um, every time you get reinfected with the disease or, you know, uh, you get another shot, your immune system is basically reevaluating what to do with what's coming in you know how much should i really produce more antibodies so i predict that we're going to see in the future the effectiveness of these jabs waning even more and you know even as it will become undeniable that the hospitals if they're getting overwhelmed will start to get overwhelmed with people having adverse reactions to the vaccine or and you know those and people who uh, get COVID and have uh, complications with COVID either not due to the due to the vaccine not being effective against it or to these vaccines causing problems and the COVID um you know, treats it as a comorbidity and you have complications and COVID has a feast day with that. Um, and so, yeah, but those who don't want to fall in line with the narrative, those who don't want to get vaccinated, they're the ones who are somehow, you know, going to get to blame for all that. Yeah, so look forward to more of that and then maybe more new vaccines or calls for, you know, every. it is the duty of everyone in the world to get their quarterly jab for the rest of their life to protect themselves from this pandemic well i just parked and so yes uh do read the articles i'll have links to them in the show notes and stay tuned for more exciting episodes of truth espresso and truth espresso express Thank you for waking up with Truth Espresso. Good morning, and God bless your day. Hey friends, Daniel Minnick here again. If you liked waking up to this episode of Truth Espresso, I would really appreciate it if you would rate it on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or whatever application you use to listen to Truth Espresso. 